In the galaxy of many podcasts, we're honored you dropped in two hours. Welcome to Biz and Coffee. Our mission to inform, educate, and entertain business leaders on ideas, concepts, and trends. Each week, we'll be discussing a business-related topic, sometimes just the two of us, occasionally with guests. What are your bugbears? Throw them over and we'll work them out together. If you'd like to be a guest, get in touch. And now, over to our hosts, Io and Christopher. Well, hello, and here we are for episode one, the real thing. <laughs> yes, the real thing, the real deal. So the real the last deal. one was just us uh, roofing and testing things out. Yeah, got to start somewhere, right? No, so exactly. we thought, yeah, we we thought we'd call this one easily distracted. So we, this is a chat around whether distractions are good or bad thing. Uh, we might touch on why it happens. Perhaps the benefits of being distractible, uh, the perils, when it matters, how to try and stay focused. Can you get better at it? We could possibly cover any of these things. Um, but why don't we start um, with how do you, how do you, wait, wait, let's start with what, what do you get out of being distracted? Well, I mean, for me, you know, being distracted is something that helps me you know, when I'm trying to procrastinate, it's actually a tool that I use, like, you know, okay, uh, go find something else to do. Or, and I also, I mean, I suffer from shiny subject, uh, shiny object syndrome as well. So I always like, <laughs> when something I'm doing gets a bit difficult, then I go and look for, oh, maybe I need to prepare more. I need to do something. I just distract myself. So, so for me, it, it can be good, and then sometimes you know it does waste my time a lot. So yeah, <laughs> I think there's a there's you know, in various books I've been reading recently. Um, it's a suggestion about, or it was talking about um, how our subconscious is capable of handling um, so many things at once, whereas our sort of conscious stream, conscious streamlined mind basically deals with one task at a time, which is why we're distracted when they're not doing our original thing. But the subconscious, or sometimes called pre-conscious, um, can handle abstraction. It can handle multiple things at the time, at the same time. So maybe when we are distracted, if we're trying to do a particular thing, it's not happening. We go off and do something else. It gives a chance for our other mental processes to get to work on the problem. No, that's, that's, that's actually very true. I mean, I, for me, the way, the way I see it is, You've got to allow for, you know, focus in the day. You've also got to allow for distraction. And and I think it all links to, you know, saying to, so I always ask myself this question every day. What is that thing that if I did today, this day is successful, right? And I try mm. and schedule yeah. that first. I do it, then everything else I do for the rest of the day is a bonus. So, and, you know, but sometimes I'm not always successful, but, you know, once I know that, okay, look, if I get this thing done and it can be as simple as make a phone call to a client because maybe that client is going to be responsible for a set a big chunk of the budget for the month or whatever it is. So it can be as little as that. And then I get it done, it's done. Then the rest of the day, I, you know, I allow myself to be a little bit more flexible. And so it helps that way because sometimes if you try to be, I mean, some people are really good at it where they can 
go but no eight hours straight and be really focused i think the, the longest it's done is probably about two hours and even within those two hours i had like maybe 10 15 minutes where i had to you know take a break or something uh so yeah i mean i i i allow for it for both within the day that sounds really healthy to me um i i'm um it makes me think of the book um the one thing by gary keller um you talk talking about what's 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 the what could be the greatest output or outcome from, from my day? He he uses the expression, what's the one thing I can do, the doing of which makes everything else easier or unnecessary? And you can do it in any time frame. Uh, incredibly powerful tool for thinking about long-term goals and just short-term actions. Uh, really, really, really short. It's a short book. It's been around for a long time. We'll, we'll stick a, a reference to it in the show notes. But that's a, That's really a... A powerful one. Um, I think another book that resonates uh, on that one is um, uh, Cal Newport's book, Deep Work. Yeah. And um, he talks about just really separating yourself from every possible distraction. I mean, if you're looking around me here, I, my, my workspace is absolutely filled with distractions, not just because it's got lots of books around, which it can look nice, and I've genuinely read them all too. I've got a guitar back here. I've got technology, which is just waiting to seduce me into playing around with it um, <laughs> and, and all that sort of thing. And um, just separate. I think he one of his uh, disciplines is to have a space that's really minimalist so he can focus completely on the task in, in hand. Yeah. There's some, some work done on um, how long can we, uh, on average, um, uh, what what makes a good period of, of focus time he talks about 90 minute blocks mm. um the other commentators say that you know the human human brain can focus for about 20 minutes and that's it and it's yeah it, it needs a break but a break can be as simple as just getting a fresh cup of coffee or, or other stimulants are available um or as one friend of mine used to do as soon as he started feeling his energy dipping he would you know, put keyboard down, put mouse down, and and do a, a bunch of press ups, because that would okay. pump, start start the blood pumping <laughs> around, and more oxygen to the brain means more energy, more more um yeah more energy for the the brain to work on concentration. So that's a it's probably worth a try, and you probably get quite healthy. I I I get distracted so often, I'd end up with you know. Um, biceps like tree jumps after a couple of months if I tried that. <laughs> yeah. but, I, but I think, I guess the right answer though is probably trying to figure out what works for you because, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's all this research and they come up with, it's like an average of what a lot of people have done And but the question is, what works for you? Because I I find, for instance, if I if I want to write when I'm, when I'm doing, when I'm doing blog post, even though it's somewhat inefficient, I'm better off going somewhere, sitting down with a blank sheet of paper, write it down first before I touch the computer. And what mm. I really love about that is the fact that, you know, when you're, when you're doing it in one of the word processors, you write a sentence and then you delete it, right? But when you're writing it down, when you're handwriting it, unless you want to end up with a you know piece of paper where there's so much crossing, you just kind of write. Right, and then when I'm translating it from or transferring from the blank sheet of paper onto the 
to the to the uh, word processor then i start to do a little bit of edits and stuff like that but i found you know with all of these different things it's always about trying to figure out what you know i, I learned from a lot of people then figure out what works for me uh mm -hmm. because the one i'm trying out now is saying look if you have three things you're trying to do in the day put some time to it let's say okay you know what i'm going to spend 45 minutes writing and then i'm going to do this and i'm going to do this once it's 45 minutes stop irrespective of where you are you haven't finished don't go away for 45 minutes put it down i'm going to do something else you know that's something i've started to try i'm you know i'm not sure how successful i'm being at it because when i get into the stream of consciousness of writing I'm not going to stop at 45 minutes. I'm just going to keep. I'm just going to keep keep writing. But I think at the end of the day, it's. He always. I always come back to this that question from you know Gary Keller's book around you know, what's that one thing? Because that thinking process in itself, even if you don't end up with one thing, is very powerful because you. It's like, you know, you know the five whys where you keep asking why until mm. you get to the main issue. And just going through that thinking process, I think, sets you up in a way where you identify, look, hmm, if I get this one thing right, I set myself up for whatever goal I'm chasing and stuff like that. And I find a lot of people don't do that because it's kind of like, okay, what, what are we doing? And they just start acting. But taking the time to think and arrive at, look, what's the best use of your time right now? I think it's a, it's a very powerful tool. It's a definite marker of success i think yeah um there's a what are the other techniques you hear about is pomodoro isn't it that's the that's the 25 minute one with a is that what it's called pom, pom, pomodoro technique yes it's it comes from i think uh, pomodoro is a or italian tomato sauce or something like anyway this looks like a kitchen timer in, <laughs> in some in some right, representations right, right. That is. yeah so it, you just sort of wind it up for 25 minutes and then you stop take a five minute break and then you have your next section so that, that's one it, it as you say it's what it, you've got to find out what works for you and that that's one that apparently works for some people um there's another anti-procrastination get stuff done type technique which is called is known as eat the frog so that's the uh. take whichever task you're most you're dreading the most knock that one off first because then it's not running around your head getting in the way but i i think i prefer the gary keller um, approach yeah. of take yeah. the most significant the most important um the task that's going to as it says make everything else either easier or unnecessary easier brilliant you're buying your time back for one investment yeah. Yeah. or one set of investments and if you never have to do it again hey well what a, what a return on investment that is so <laughs> absolutely so yeah. definitely like, I, I i need to practice it more um i think when yeah. when energy levels get very low sometimes it's hard to get back to those those disciplines that we know work and then i think that segues for, for me nicely into habits and uh, atomic habits which is another well-known book about you know getting getting stuff done without burning yourself out and, and doing the things that actually work for you. Maybe that's a book we should pick up on another 
in another no, episode. No, no, abso absolutely. I, I think, you know, <clears throat> there's a, on, on the habits front, uh, I think Atomic Habits is interesting. I don't know if you're familiar with this chap, uh, BJ Frog. It, he's a, I think he's a professor at Stanford and he talks about habit stacking. You know, mm, and, yeah. you know, so because that's another interesting concept where there was a month I tried it and I found that month I did uh, what it was like I was doing about between 50 to 60 push ups a day because I said to myself, oh, every time I get up from my workspace to go into the kitchen, uh, I must drop down and do five push ups because I was trying to get myself to stop interrupting myself so much. Uh, then I did it for a month and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because even <laughs> when I wasn't doing any work, when I walked into the kitchen, I was like, yeah, shouldn't I be doing a push-up? But, you know, so so it's interesting around around how, you know, if you form the right habits and you consistently do them, you, you would see massive transformation over a period of time versus trying to do a lot at once and yeah, but I mean, there's, there's just so much in that space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The aggregation of marginal gains. Yeah, I, I, I think that habit stacking technique is just so powerful. There are some commentators or, or writers that said it takes 21 days to create a habit. Others say it, take, say it takes 60. It depends on the person and it depends on the habit. So you've got to kind of start. Yeah. But, yeah. but stacking a habit is certainly one of the best ways to add something new to your you know, regular behaviors um, and breaking habits, stopping doing something is equally could be difficult. So this is where we can loop back to distraction. One of the ways of breaking a habit, I don't know, maybe the habit is uh, hitting the pantry for a, for a bar of chocolate when you're just feeling a bit low energy um, and you want to break that habit. Obviously, getting rid of the temptation is one thing, but this is this from a more generic perspective. Yeah. You just put interruptions and um, obstacles in the way of whatever that is. You just make it harder to do whatever it is. You don't completely try and block it necessarily because your own creativity will engage and work your way around the block. But you, you put interruptions, you, you put it further away, you make it so you've got to get through a, I don't know, get through an extra yeah. door or an extra gate in that sense to yeah. to get to it so there's some yeah atomic habits is a great book great book yeah no, absolutely i mean does it sound like we've been distracted from what we were discussing into discussing habits or yeah or no, I, I, think, I think always next logical step <laughs> <laughs> no there's a good question uh, there's, there's definitely <laughs> some some way of spinning that one around I mean, I think habits is definitely something we should uh, another episode dig a little bit into because it's very, it's usually, it's usually very helpful. Mm. Stretch is probably a habit as well, to some extent. That's an interesting it? point. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I would. It's to do with self-discipline. Yeah, I, you know, I, I so I, I don't think, and I don't think I could go through a day where everything is regimented. I, I would struggle. Personally, I would struggle with it. I, I think some things, yeah, then the rest of the day, I kind of want to, you know, freestyle, keep my agency. Or maybe that's just me again, you know, hiding behind <laughs> behind words. But I just, I find when I have that balance, it works. But, you know, but when it doesn't work is when the entire day is freestyle. Then there's a problem, you know. Uh, mm. But when I 
But I feel like, okay, look, I've got a couple of hours where, you know, I've, I've identified what I need to be doing and I've done it. Then, you know, the rest, the rest of the time, I, you know, I do different things, you know. But like I said at the beginning, I'm the shiny object object guy. So, <laughs> so I will find something. Oh, I will, I will learn that, you know, which is good. I mean, just on that point, one habit that I've got going for, I think it's months now, is every week I write something. I publish a, bl a blog every week, you know. And there have been times where and it goes out on a Thursday. And there have been times where I've been here sitting down and writing, like, midnight on Wednesday, just because I'm like, nah, I'm not going to stop writing because I know myself. If I miss one, it's going to become two. Then it becomes three. Then it's like, oh, I used to write, you know, so, so, so that, so that's something I've, I've, I've got going on, you know, and, I'll continue, and I, I want to do it up until the end of next year. Oh, yeah, um, you know, 2020. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I think there's a good. really important point there as well. You you said you're going to do it until a certain time. And that there's, I think, some, some magic in there about yeah. telling the brain that we're going to be doing this habit. Gonna, we're going to stay focused on this pattern yeah, for yeah. a period of time. So it's all right. You don't have to think it's forever. Yeah. It's going to be for a certain time. And then we're going to let go of it. Or we'll at least reassess it and decide if we carry on. I've done that with... Um, doing the 10,000 steps a day. So I'm up to 181 days wow. or something like that. And I've got about 20 days to go and I will have done 10,000, sorry, I will have done 1,000 days straight of 10,000 oh, steps a day. 10,000 steps, that's now, amazing. Sounds, it sounds great. I mean, it's actually not terribly hard to do 10,000 steps in a day when you've got a couple of dogs that you're taking out for walks and things <laughs> like that. It's, it's, it's very possible, anyone can do it. I think the challenge for me has been the consistency yes. of, of doing it regularly. And I want to bring that, for me, that consistency into staying focused. I, I too suffer from shiny object syndrome. I'm easily bored and easily and, and happily go off and do something else, which is not the central task. But I think developing more muscle and, and becoming more focused is perhaps not quite the right term, um, but less distractible unless that's what that's the job today the job today is to be distracted and to do lots of creative different things or the job today might be i need to get these things done so get them done and ideally get them done before half yeah. the day is gone because yeah. then i can be free to be as distracted as i like as a reward <laughs> as a bonus for the rest of the day perhaps yeah but let me, let me ask you this question what would happen in your business if you could identify one thing that's equivalent to, you know, the 10,000 steps that you're in the marketing area of your business, that if you, you, you commit to doing it for the next 1,000 days, what, what, what do you think would happen in your business if you could do that? Ooh. There's, a, there's a real sense of excitement listening to that question. It really is. Um, I'm not quite sure what it would be, but there's a real sense of, well, if, they, if, if I could work out what that was and did it, then that would have an extraordinary effect on it. I mean, even if you, one yeah. picks one thing, starts doing it, and it's, it's not quite working, that doesn't, almost doesn't matter because you're now in this habit of applying a very positive frame. It will become a positive end because you'll keep iterating. You'll say, oh, okay, well, this isn't quite working. Modify a little bit and keep doing it. Um, because you, what you're not committing to do is doing one very specific thing, but 
taking action in one category or area or one group of actions. Perhaps I haven't put that the best way, but you get the idea. Yeah. That's a really good question. No, no, I get it. Because I was thinking about it. Like, look, if, if, if you could find that one thing, I just did it. You know, like, don't question. You know, it's like your 10,000 steps. You know, you're, you're, not, you're not sitting there thinking, oh, is it, is it, is, should I be doing 20,000? Should I be doing 15? Should I be doing five? You're just like, you know what? I'm doing, I've decided I'm going to do 10,000. And then you just keep doing it and things happen. And I think it's the same thing with business. Like, you know, we have all these big things. So even your career, you have all these big things. You know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But there's really often nothing that you're doing consistently. And if you could find that, you know, and I, I mean, I don't, I'm, this is a question that I'm going to go and sit down with myself. But if you could find that one thing where you could do it consistently on a daily basis, and it doesn't take a lot of time, but it, it's positive for your business, and you commit to do it for, I don't know, 365 days, so for the next, for the all of 2023, for instance, and you track what is happening, but you don't change your actions, you keep doing it, you track what is happening. I fundamentally feel that that could really transform your business. I love this idea. I'm, 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 you know, thinking now about what am I, what, what am I doing in, in a business sense? I've, one of the things I've been doing for about the last 50 days is recording a video every day, like a video, would you call it a journal? And to begin with, I really didn't want to do it because I don't like being in front of a camera. I prefer to be behind it to get myself into do it, to help myself actually do that, motivate myself to do it. I thought, well, I, I don't know what to say. So I'll script what I, I'm going to say, I'll just write it down. But what am I going to write about? So I, I like to be creative. So what did I, I, I decided to write a haiku every day, which is a form of Japanese poetry. It's five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. So because I've got the haiku to say, I've got something to say for my little recording every day. And then I can add to it and I can say whatever else it was I was doing or right, not doing right. or, or whatever. Um, I can add to it. So I started doing that and I, I now look forward doing that little bit of video every day. Now, I don't want to share it with anyone necessarily, <laughs> but um, it's getting me comfortable in front of the camera. It's getting me more articulate in front of the right. camera and not umming and ahhing and pausing and double backing like I've been doing a bit here anyway. But then this is a new practice, doing a podcast and, you know, we're going to get better at it. I'm going to get better at it. Say we, sorry, apologize. <laughs> No, absolutely. It's when you commit to doing these things, by definition, especially if you're committed to it, you just get better over time. And, you know, for instance, when we're talking about this podcast, I mean, what is a podcast? It's just, I mean, the two of us talking. That's all it is. And, and, yeah. and we do that on a weekly basis anyways, on other stuff. But the moment it becomes, oh, now we're doing a podcast, then we introduce all of these other things into it. Whereas it's really just two of us yeah. talking about whatever topic it is and then, and then making it available to other people to listen to. And that's probably a good, a good moment to wrap this, this particular episode up, isn't it? No, I agree. So Excellent. that was fun. Enjoyed no, that. It was good. Um, it's really good. Um, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, no, thank you. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please rate and review and share it with your friends and colleagues. 
If you have questions or a topic you would like us to discuss, please reach out. To catch the latest on the show, follow us on social or contact details are in the show notes. Thanks for listening.